0: Good evening, ladies and gents. Episode 14 of the Fan Zone podcast. We're back again, joined by myself, Ange, and Colin after a pretty impressive performance against Charlton. It has to be said. Another three points on the board, this time an away win, which is always nice. A good start and an even better end. Uh, not much that really went wrong, I didn't think, throughout the majority of the game. I thought we were quite impressive. Um, Before we get stuck into the action, some uh, disclaimers. Uh, If you want to get involved with all the action on Catch Up, you can get us on Spotify. We are now on Spotify, so that means if you want to go and do the dishes halfway through the pod, you can catch up later on Spotify. Usually the next day, you'll be able to get hold of us and you you can get all the action just that little bit later um and we are also in the process of running some giveaways on a match day uh which is all pretty exciting they've uh, been received quite well and that's over on our twitter Uh, so we always talk about our socials and how you need to get over there and keep an eye out on them Uh, and that's one of the reasons why um we are doing uh we we did one actually for Charlton it was a 10 pound giveaway um you know extra tenner in your pocket you don't have to do anything for it all you've got to do is guess the full-time score first goal scorer uh, and the minute of the goal uh, so far no one's got it right so we're still in pocket uh, but who knows that might change if you want to head over uh, our twitter is just at the bottom of the screen you can see it it's at the Fanzone pod so get yourself over there and you'll come be and take our money off us yes absolutely uh, come and I'll get it, kind of it. It's, it's there for the taking um <laughs> But so, without further ado, we'll get stuck in. Uh, Post match thoughts: What did you both make of the game? I thought we were pretty good. I was, I was really impressed, actually. Uh, what did you both think, Ange? What were your <clears throat> thought?
1: Um, I yeah, I was impressed. I I felt a, more comfortable than I thought I was going to. Um, I thought shoulder in the first half was outstanding. Um, I just hope. I know we're going to touch on this in a bit, but I hope to God that's nothing that's going to keep him out for any amount of, amount of time. Um, I thought that we were we help, we we were comfortable, we were in control. Um, I'm upset about Georgia Johnson, obviously, which I think everybody is. Um, but Deck, when he came on, was phenomenal. I thought he had a superb match, and. With the comments that were in the Bolton news today for me, and about they've had a good heart for heart and a and a chat and cleared the air. It, it, I think it's a hopefully a, a, a him coming back into the side, and I think we're stronger with him in it. Um, yeah, I thought I thought when they came back out, Charlton after the second half, we'd said on the group chat, "God, I hope they don't go in and sort of out because they defensively look really poor." I thought they were similar to us going forward. They looked quite strong up front. And that, um, I forgot his name. I keep what I call him, Raxu. Sue. Do you remember Rack-Sackle.
2: that?
1: <laughs> <Rack-Sackle>. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, what a lad he is, bloody hell. Um, but I thought, oh, God, here we go. They've come out, they've started themselves out. They've come out of the traps like men possessed. But then, yeah, they just had that little spell and then We, we, we took it back and we were comfortable, I thought
0: absolutely uh, it was a a really good game and that racks i think he's on loan from uh, crystal palace really talented young lad um, the way he plays is he's intelligent and for someone of his age that's quite surprising to see uh big things i'm sure lined up in the future for him uh, i saw a tweet on twitter that said every time he gets the ball people are Shitting themselves because they know what he's <laughs> capable of. Which was fair enough. He was a real threat tricky, going forward.
1: proper, tricky proper. Indeed,
0: learner. absolutely. Um, David's just popped a comment on saying we should be giving to you if you want to give us money. If please you want to pay us, David, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you, if you want to contribute, you're more than welcome to. um Colin, what were your thoughts on the game? What did you make of our performance against Charlton?
2: Yeah, I mean, like I can see there's 15 people watching, so it'd be good to get people's thoughts and about about the game as well, not just not just ours. But um, I, I just think it just highlighted once again the importance of sco- scoring an early goal. Um, obviously, my goal it was as well. Like, um, but yeah, it, it just it just allows you to to, to progress within the game and and, and not um, you know rush, rush in possession overplay, play um all that type of stuff that you know you concern yourself about when when you go through a long period of the game without scoring um something for, for me that were important um we might man- I thought we managed the game very well um like you said Rakzaki was probably really their only threat I thought they've had from uh, Ipswich uh, who played previously and I think they've had him as Macaulay well ball. yeah Macaulay ball, thought it was poor but he led the line quite poorly um albeit against our defence obviously not being easy, but um, yeah, he was a, their only threat. But even so, it's only managing because he's a tricky winger, and quite clearly, everything goes through him. He can go right, he can go left. He was fortunate to get promoted. i love him on love from Charlie from um Palatine, he's not doing anything next season. That'd be nice. <laughs>
0: um,
2: yeah, he's telling that lad, so you can see obviously he's going to probably play at a lot higher level. Um, but yeah, uh, I, thought we'd play, I thought we'd play really well, Scored at the right time as well. Um, again highlighted strength in depth we you know we, we were able to bring on players when they were tiring and and, and manage the game out properly um, so yeah really professional good performance uh, a lot better than kind of i thought really i was a bit concerned going into yesterday I, I kind of figured that the fact that we, we played such a long time with, with 10 men on tuesday and they would not played i think for nearly two weeks was probably going to uh, be a detriment to us but uh, yeah i thought we, we played fantastic so, did you
1: uh, see um did you see that Mark Ile's tweet about every single player that started other than Traff had an attempt on yeah, goal yesterday? Yeah, what yeah. I think Chris as well has just put something in the chat about comparing the stats and we had something like twenty-four shots and eight on target. And I was like, Oh my god, what this is what we should be doing. This is how the, the, the sort of numbers we should be pulling
0: yes, compared so, to um, like
1: one or two, hadn't it been for the past couple of weeks?
0: Yeah, I thought the attacking output yesterday especially was, was excellent. Uh, just touching on that comment that Ange mentioned there, Chris said, compared chances created and touches in opponent's box yesterday versus WA, massive improvement and the team are keen to improve, which is a, is a fantastic point. I thought attacking uh, output yesterday was, was top-notch. We were really, really strong.
2: I think the reason why yesterday we were stronger, we were up against a weaker side, That's up, you know, that was abundantly clear in comparison to Derby, if we're going to make that comparison. Yeah. Um, but also, the midfield battle was won yesterday by us. Yeah. As opposed to against Derby, where I thought we came up a little bit short. Um, so that was that's a critical part of the reason why we, we dominated that game yesterday. Oh, there you go.
0: Yeah, and David Green. <laughs> I haven't seen, that. I haven't seen that. that. Yeah, David has just put a comment on saying, best midfield performance of the season for me, which is an absolutely fair point. I thought... It's, it's, yeah,
2: it's an old saying, isn't it? Like the game, you know, the games won and lost in, in the middle of the park, and you know, it just highlighted for me yesterday that you know we we won them battles. Um, it helped, certainly
0: helped the performance, didn't it? It did indeed. <laughs> I'm Danny's just chuckling
1: in that comment from Danny. Yeah,
0: Danny said he has a leap like a salmon, like a which salmon. is very cute. <laughs> I think Adam, gets- you mentioned it. I think you mentioned it the other week that it just seems to win every header that he goes for Honest in the to end. God, he's he's,
1: not, he's not the tallest of blokes, is he? But my God, he's got a leap on him. Jesus.
0: He is indeed. His he timing of the jump, he knows exactly he is, yeah. when he needs to jump. Really, really good in the air. It's um, attitude as
2: well, though, isn't it? It's attitude. Yeah. It's, what, it's, it's it's the will and determination to so go into every challenge and, and, and win the ball. Hundred you know, percent, yeah. Nine to, you know, like nine times out of ten it comes towards the, the, the not so much their ability in the air, but like the willingness to to put his foot in where he might get his head kicked in. Put sorry, put <laughs> his head in where he might get his head kicked in. Do you know what I
0: mean? Yeah. That's absolutely. Uh, Danny's also said he was at the game. It was a solid performance. Big Vic is an absolute beast and hopefully Shortire isn't injured for too long. He looks incredible. Uh, we will touch on the debut performances in a little while. Uh, but yes, they did look really promising. But Shortire, as I thought, was excellent. Um, really, really good. Um, Chris has said, much needed spar break for Demps after the game. Don't know if you saw that. Uh, no, what was that? I don't think so. Uh, but... He certainly deserves it. Um, yeah, he's just... He's been an absolute warrior this last couple of weeks. He's, he's really put himself in in, high, in a high gear and he's just gone for it every week. Um, and I'm sure he'll be feeling the effects of that.
2: Looks as if they've all been given a bit of time off. I've seen on social media, they, they seem to be floating here there and everywhere. I think I might have even saw that... Was that MJ in the States? Did I see that? And Not then, sure. And mall is up in Edinburgh. So it looks like they've been given a, a bit of time off, which is obviously... They deserved. need a
1: minute, don't they? There's, there's no match Tuesday, so let them, let them yeah. have a day or two
0: off, yeah. Absolutely, I think they've uh, well and truly earned it.
1: Oh, they went to Champneys, very nice.
0: Oh, very nice indeed, <laughs> living the high life. Uh Someone who did put in a good performance, uh, a special mention, I think it's worthwhile, is Santos. Is he back to his best? Uh, he's 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 come straight in <laughs> and there was a comment before. Oh,
1: Colin, <laughs> there, was, there was a comment
0: from about. Danny before. Put it uh, up. Danny deserves his comment up. Was Colin right about Santos all along? Obviously, Ameson's departure has uh, given enough, Santos his position back and he's come straight back and he's taken it and he's grabbed the opportunity with two hands, uh, which I think we all knew deep down that he would do. But yeah, an absolute. I saw a lot of comments from Charlton fans praising his performance and saying that it's surprising he's at League One level and that we're we're very lucky to have him. Um, and boy, oh boy, did he prove that yesterday! What did you guys make of his performance, Colin? I've got a feeling I know what you're going to say, but are you going to you know say what, Charlie, you, so?
2: you know what? It, you know, Charlton fans praising him like like, like they did, and obviously we we rec- you know recognize that he, he played very well yesterday. But I actually don't think, and statistically. <clears throat> it's proven that he actually didn't have that as good as a game as as, as he has done historically. So he played well, but not his usual well. Um, and what I mean by usual well is the well that he was playing prior to him getting ill. Um, I went back and had a look at the game against Fleetwood, which I'll mention in a second, the one when Dapple scored later on. Um, so yesterday he won uh, 5 out of 7 ground duels and, and 4 out of 5 early. Really. But I thought watching it yesterday on telly that some of his passes were a little bit out, um, which made me think: Is he has he got that full match sharpness yet? Is he playing as well as he probably could? And I would, you know, scarily I would say no. His distributions are for me one of the biggest parts parts of his game, um, and it enables us to play out obviously through the lines and through 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 midfield and trying to find short and and you know, get him turn on the half turn and stuff and trying to create stuff, and I think that's why he, he was so important to come back into the team anyway, which I mentioned on the last podcast. Um, but, yeah, his he's, he's, he's passing was off, I think, yesterday a little bit, if you go back and watch that, even being overly critical. Um, in comparison to the Fleetwood game, which is a game he played last before he got ill, um, his passing accuracy yesterday was 50%, um, and, and the Fleetwood game, 88%. So there's areas in which he could possibly improve distributionally, Um, not saying... Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Cole, but he absolutely sent Bonner for an hot dog, didn't he? Yes, no, he did. Jesus Christ, that was the the best thing I saw, I've seen. Uh, Outstanding.
2: Yeah, no, you know, (laughs) he did, but to quote Roy Keane, that's his job, isn't it? You know, he's there to defend, isn't he? That's the first part of his role, isn't it? Secondly, it, for us, it is very, very important from distribution from a distribution point of view. Um, all I'm saying is he played very well, but he, he can he can get even better.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. sure he will. I'm sure he will. Pneumonia takes a lot of getting over, and then obviously he's, he's missed how many weeks did he miss? Five, six weeks?
0: Think around mm. about six weeks.
1: Yeah. Um, I just wish he'd put his head on the end on of, the end of them balls. I mean, he does get his head on them, but. Yeah, just I'm not up. direct into goal. It, I would just love him to get a goal. Yeah, love him too.
0: it would
2: be nice, but personally, I don't think he's important if he's keeping the keep as many clean sheets as they're keeping. You know, and yesterday, Traff probably he probably thinks and if he was sat on the pod now, he probably admitted he probably could have done better with that effort from the lad. So he probably should have got another clean sheet yesterday in furnace. Um, as long as they keep keeping clean sheets, he, he doesn't have to score for me.
1: No, no, he don't have to. I just I would love him to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: would absolutely Definitely. love him to
0: score. It would be nice to see the the back of the net ripple uh, fr- from one of his efforts. Um, I'm sure we can all agree with that. But yeah, it, it certainly put in a shift. And uh, I, th- I think the big thing is that the back line, al- although it feels much riskier when Santos is in it, because he's he takes risk and he doesn't play. He plays with confidence. What I meant by that is that he plays, he knows what he's capable of. He knows his ability. Yeah, no, I, I don't. Um, your heart's in
1: your mouth a bit more, in it, with Santos than it was? Yeah, it, he's totally just a very different player from Will. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Ameson, so, it, it is a Santos lot of
2: Santos is still here playing for Bolton Wanderers Football Club, and and Will Ameson's playing for Ecstasy. And he is indeed. Oh, it's no better, it, isn't it?
0: But yeah, I've just he, just he gives us so much more. He's quicker, stronger. He's just he's, he's just an all-round great player, isn't he? Uh, and it's good to see him back in the lineup. Um, and long may it continue. Uh, another player who who claimed his stake in the lineup, albeit through injury, was Declan John. Uh, the love affair he seemed to have with Everett seems to have been been settled and brushed under the carpet, and he's finally back enjoying his football. Uh, to, to phrase uh, Ian Everett. What did you think of his performance in, in that second half uh, when he came on, Colin? Um, he looked like
2: he'd never been away, you ask me. Um, I thought he's... You know what, right? What My own, my own going concern with Declan John isn't buying his stretch from an offensive part of you. He proved that last season with his, his goal contributions. Um he, he he always concerns me defensively, and I think he always will do. Um, but yesterday, I thought even when he came on up against who we spoke about earlier, that Saki, he actually played pretty well defensively as well, which was nice to see. Um, he he played like we had a bit between his teeth, and he, he, he you know had the points to prove. Um, his packet, passing accuracy was very good as well, eighty-three percent passing accuracy. Uh, in the, on, the t- on the time that he was on, he played a lot of vi- good early vital balls uh, in between the lines to Kevin Lee, and he got quite a good few decent pass, de- decent cross into the box as well. Um, yeah, he, he's you know he, he can he, he's he keeps his place for me. Um, I noticed that the the, the the poll that you put out, a lot of people were in agreement. Um, he's done a he's done a lot of good stuff yesterday for us
0: and uh, for himself as well. Absolutely. And we will touch on that poll. But first, we'll head over to you, Ange. What did you think of his performance? How did you rate him?
1: Brilliant. I thought he he played really well. He was brilliant going forward. Absolutely whipped up that wing. Um, I just, sorry, I just spotted what Chris said. And uh, do you know what? <laughs> it's something that I did think of. So do you want to put Chris's comment up about? This one? <clears throat> yeah so yeah. i kind of i kind of get where chris is coming from with that it was the match on sky um there were a lot of people there watching as well and i don't and i, I suppose the pessimist in me says mm, could be but then i'm a more of an optimist than a pessimist and i kind of see the good in everyone <laughs> so for me he did it for the team for his club for the people who paid wages for the fans and that's that's two decades and it it wasn't it wasn't a window shopping performance is my opinion on that Chris
0: yeah for those that of you are listening on Spotify Chris has said has the olive branch been accepted by DJ uh, or was it shop window dressing as it proved to be with Ames and thoughts uh so so was John's performance lived up to expectations <laughs> to put him in the shop window for for pot- a potential move or was that just him claiming his spot back in the team? I think, so
2: yeah, I think I think he. yet yesterday he played like he did last season, uh, in the most part. Um, that was nothing that we've not never seen before from Declan John and his ability from an defensive point of view. Um, he's a great attribute. You know, I, I don't know the stats on last season, but I know he obviously contributed quite a lot going forward. Um, I just he think he scored
1: got a just, couple, didn't he? He's got just got three or four. I think yeah.
2: He might he might have simply just had an arm around his shoulder and said, listen, you know, you've been training well, your attitude's better, your attitude's spot on. Um, you know, you've been fortunate that that Idales got injured, you know. Go out and prove me, prove that I was wrong. Yeah. So it,
0: it, it is worth noting on that as well that I think there were a number of teams interested in taking John out on loan for the remainder of the season, which I think were actually all turned down by the club. So it might be it might be the case that for the last you know week or so that 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 room for John in the squad was actually there. It was just cool. about him living up to it and showing that it was a, a absolutely. A, but, making um, for.
2: the question for me is, who are them teams? You know, I t- I, I tweeted at you yesterday like it's the are the other players that we've got. You know, are they as good as we think they are? But the teams that they have got moving to, they're not. You know. Exeter City, Forest Green Rovers. They're not like Jack John probably looked at him and gone. I'm leaving Borone Wonders for X because it's not. They're not going to be a team who are playing at a higher level than we are. Do you know what I mean? So he probably he might have seen to himself, "I've got a chance here to get to get back into this this team that's going places."
0: Absolutely, that might well be the case. Um, and yeah, I'm sure we'll probably never know what actually happened. We we can only speculate, obviously, um, but. One thing we can all agree on is that it's good to see him back in the team and playing as well as he yeah. did last season. Uh, I thought attacking, we just know what he's capable of. Um, his delivery into the box. is just second to none in terms of other players in our team. He just creates chances uh, and that's something he did really well yesterday. Uh, and hopefully with two new additions up front, someone can start getting on the end of those chances and putting them away. Whether it be Charles or any of the new lads that we've just brought in, You know, I'm sure there'll be uh, plenty of assists on his record by the end of the season, or at least we hope so. Um, Just wanted to touch on Charlton's form. Um, Obviously, picked up some some good results recently, um, most notably a win against Barnsley. And I think Colin, you said last time that you were half expecting us to to go and get beat by that Charlton side, um, which oh, you did. A lot yeah. of people. Were saying, no, I, I, a lot <laughs> and and I'm pretty sure
2: it did. So you can go back and check this. What I said is my, my, my head says I reckon we'll we'll, we'll drop points, but my heart was saying that we'll we'll, we'll pick up points. I think absolutely. Like a lot
0: of people said the same on Twitter. Yeah. There a lot of people half expecting us to go and get beat by a a Charlton side that looked really good, but I thought we lived up to the the, the task really, really quite well. Um, yeah. and and there's yeah. been. A lot of occasions where that hasn't been the case, uh, with a lot, especially away performances. Uh, so it was good as always to see us turn up for the occasion and uh, and put the game, you know, well in our favour. Uh, and hopefully that will stand us in good stead for for games to come and cement our place in the playoffs come the end of the season. Uh, a lot of player talk tonight, but there were some some standout performances. Another one I wanted to touch on is Shaw Tyre. Obviously, picked up a bit of a knock, uh, which I think Everett said might have been a back spasm. They're just waiting to clarify that uh, and find out here how serious or not serious it is. Um, Hopefully, we've all got our fingers crossed um, that it is just a a spasm and nothing too serious. But boy, oh boy, did he look lively. Um, We've been saying... (laughs) since way before January that we needed that number 10 role fill in, and t- finally feels like we've got it. Um, I've been asking for a Kieran Lee with, with with good legs for quite a while and I think we've finally found it. Although he's not our player, I thought he was fantastic. Colin, what did you think? Uh, I've not looked at his legs, mate, to be honest with yeah? you. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're I
2: know you Everyone's had sorry, a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh, he, you know what impressed me is his, his, his work ethic. Um, you know, coming from you know Man United and he obviously playing in League One, and you'd think that he would he'd, ex, he'd be ex, and playing not only playing for a team who's playing well and, and, and playing at the top end of the league. I think he probably he, he, you know you wouldn't blame him for thinking that he'd come here and he'd be able to just like stroll about, get on the ball, play about a bit, ping it left to right. But he was closing and pressing down from the front very well. Um, yeah. And he kind of played like as a number nine, if you will, um, which was good because obviously he played in the he played in the same starting eleven as Kieran Lee, uh, which I think a lot of us are expecting in it'll be him or Kieran Lee, possibly. And certainly when we get our centre forwards back, it probably will end yep. up being like that. Um, but so I, I think he, he he led the line pretty well to be fair, a young lad. Uh, plenty of scenarios and situations were. He's high press and able to get all the ball, and I think you think he won the ball for they who probably sh- should have made it two when and hit the bar. Um, so yeah, it, an overall impressive performance. I so just like you say, I hope that he, you know that bloody injury that curse hasn't struck again, and he's he's out for out for a while because that'd be really disappointing if that's the case. Um, we can't really afford to have any more get yeah, any more injuries. We need that consistency within the starting 11 now because we've got some new faces do you know what i mean yeah. we came up against a pretty poor charlton side yesterday so that enables us to get up got to get over the line and stuff but you know when you start introducing new players um especially from an attacking perspective you need them to gel and uh, so we really got to hope that he's 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 not
0: injured um but yeah, the performance yesterday i thought up until he got you know went off it was it was very very good Yep, I absolutely agree. And Danny said there that he hoped short was fine. He was exactly what we were missing in that number 10 role uh, and it's so good to see that role filled uh, with, with some real, real talent. Uh, Chris has said that Short Eye's data was off the chart yesterday. Wow. Uh, I did see a tweet actually. I've been looking for it and I, and I found it here. His first half numbers uh, were 100% crosses completed, 100% long balls completed, 100% tackles won 24 touches, four out of six of his ground jewels were won. He won two fouls, one of which obviously resulted in a fantastic set piece from Aaron Morley, which has been all over Twitter. Uh, I've not got away from it, but every time it comes up, I have to go and watch it one more time. Uh, he had one key pass and one big chance created. Um, he probably should have scored. Yeah. Yeah, he, really he, he, he should have had yeah.
1: that rebound. Yeah.
2: <laughs> excuse me He's being over critical he probably should have you know at least at least got a shot away at the target
0: yeah i mean his numbers were, were unbelievable um and to come in i think in his second appearance for us so soon uh, and put out numbers like that and, and play the way he did is a credit credit to himself um danny's put a comment on saying Our problem earlier in the season was the fact we were struggling to know our best eleven. I think we have most positions nailed on now, which I think is actually a really good point. Our our starting eleven now seems more consistent uh, than it had before. I think Ever actually said that the reason there wasn't a consistent eleven is that there were too many players not consistently performing at the levels he knows they're capable of. And so it was causing chop and change, um, which obviously hasn't done us any favours, but... It does feel like now that 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 starting eleven is nailed on, and maybe in the next podcast uh, we can put our first eleven out uh, and compare with each other. But I think we're all going to be more or less on the same page with with who's in that team. Uh, David Jones has put a comment on saying, "Hit that like button, guys and gals." Uh, he's absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, wherever you're watching, show us some support. If you're over on YouTube, <laughs> drop a like on the video. Uh, your contributions are always massively appreciated. We really, really do appreciate it. Uh, and if you want to subscribe uh, and tap that bell, you'll be notified every time we go live. I think
2: what I, want, what I want to say on that one is, I think what we're trying to do, what we're trying to achieve here is to create a little bit of a community. Um, and obviously, it's nice that we we speak when we're not live about the interaction that you all have within certainly YouTube and stuff. Um, and it's just nice to see and nice to read. Obviously, we can create a community that we can Chat about the, the one thing that we all have in common, which is the love of this club, then we're, we're happy, aren't we? So, uh, yeah, massively appreciate the support.
0: Absolutely Not speaking both Anjan, then, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, the you you are,
1: we'll allow you to speak for us, Colin. <laughs> yeah,
0: you are indeed. I mirror exactly that. Um, but getting back into the, the football talk, Chris has said, How often does the midfield battle pass us by when it's moved quickly? Not yesterday with Scholar in the mix. Another deficit identified and addressed. Everett does know what he's doing after all, which is a good point. you know point what? It
1: is, it is almost like he has a plan and he knows exactly what he's doing. He'd have thumped it.
0: Uh, the recruitment <laughs> has just been exceptional, you know. Whenever it feels like there's a gap in our team that needs addressing, it feels like the transfer window, I mean, it is the only time to sort that out, but it's nailed on every single time, you know. Perhaps preparation in the summer could be a little bit better to, to get, avoid those issues, but it's just, you know, players aren't always available and, and the recruitment team can't always, you know, get deals done. So I think, it, I think they purposely
2: make these, these these decisions and these transfers in the January transfer market. Because I think what they want to do is have them players within the squad and understanding the way we play and, and, and the roles and responsibilities that they all have going into the new season and yep. they've, they've had, obviously, January, February, March, April, May to gel and June, July off. And then, and, oh, sorry, you know, I'm back in for the start of August. So I think he's done purposely, yep. if you ask me.
0: It'd be interesting to hear their thoughts behind it, um, whether there is an intention to it. Chris, but... Does Chris Martin follow this podcast? He does indeed. Chris <laughs> Martin does. just
1: follow the podcast. You know, <laughs> let us know
0: whether or not,
2: Chris, if you are listening, it's purposely done. Because I reckon it is.
0: If by awesome. some miracle Chris Markham is watching this on Sunday night, <laughs> let us know. I will be impressed. Um. So, another another few players to comment on, uh, and they are the, the new additions uh, in Cameron Jerome and Big Vic, I think, as he's been, been named by the Bolton fans. Did you say Vic? They, that- say again? Did you say Vic, yeah. I did say Vic, yes. Sorry, I, <laughs> did. I, did. I just seen a
2: few pictures going around. I was just making sure
0: you definitely uh, so that's Vic <laughs> v. Uh, the v. Uh but yeah, promising signs from the two forwards. Um if you are watching, let us know what you thought about their their two performances, their two debuts that were obviously made against Charlton. I for one thought they were pretty good. Uh I thought Victor was was really, really strong. Um Something that perhaps we've we've lacked is a bit of physicality uh, and you know a bit of body up front, um, which Charles can give us sometimes. But hopefully, you know, with, with Victor in the mix, we can have that in, in abundance. Ange, what did you make of their performances?
1: Brilliant! Um, I, it, it could have been on the score sheet, it could Big Vic, couldn't it? Um could And what uh, what a start that would have been! Um, a couple of. <laughs> big lads up the front who can absolutely hold players back and like you say just a bit of strength and I think either one of them alongside Dion for me and then when big Dan's back I'm excited I'm excited for this second half of the season though
0: absolutely Uh, there are a lot of people mirroring what you've just said um Louise has said, uh, just on your point about the January window, Louise has said, agree with Colin. It also gives us a chance to see what other teams are made of, uh, which is a, a good point. Uh, Connor has said they were both quality. Just touching on the debuts there. Straight uh, which oh, I, I would tend to agree with. Colin, what did you think of the, of the debutees, debutantes? Debutantes, How you say it. Debu- debu- debutantes. Um,
2: I think they... They both, you know, they both made an impact. And I think for for me, it's about options in it. Offensively, and in that final third, that's where you need your most options to be able to Im- influence and impact a game. Um, and I think we've got that in abundance now. And, and, and the physicality element is exactly what we, we've been craving, like you said before. Um, experience, not just physicality, experience as well, you know, like, um, McGoldrick at, at Derby was a prime example of of, of what we've been missing, and, and hopefully, uh, Cameron Jerome can offer us something similar. Um, and it's just really nice to see as well two of our forwards, albeit uh, Victor's not scored any for us yet. But it's good to see two names in in, in chasing down that top, you know, that top goal scorer um, chart, shall we say? Uh, but yeah, good, 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 good signings, good subs, good impacts. Um And I wouldn't have any qualms with it, any of them starting um, next Saturday against
0: Cheltenham, is it? Yes, yeah. it is. Cheltenham is the next on the list. I've, uh, just
1: seen, I've just seen Dan's comment, and I think we should rename the pod to the pre-Happy Valley pod.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have to make sure that we're boxed off by at least you know, quarter to nine, because people Time to make a brew. I was just saying... No, what, I'm on Happy Valley
2: on happy Valley, isn't it, isn't it nice for, us, for all us for have a certain age to watch a program and then have to wait a week before? You I know
1: watch for another show. one.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. And
2: there, like, there's a lot. There's a lot of Bolton Town Centre as well in that program. There is, yeah, there is. <laughs> yeah, comment uh, on we, comment on the on, on the chat about um, the
0: thoughts
2: <laughs> on Happy Valley.
0: Whilst there were some there was some, young watch,
2: there was some younger
0: watchers going happy what. <laughs> I, I just started wow. it, so I, I will have no spoiler alerts, please, because I have just ben, started
1: Ben's it. going Ben starting at season one. He didn't even watch I the first or second series.
0: Well, I'm so really easy. behind. Uh, I've completely missed the boat on this one. But we've got some comments comments to read through. So whilst you're all talking about Happy Valley, we'll read through those. Uh, Brandon said, "Imagine them, and Big Vic up front, just bulldozing defenses," which it. Against the teams like Forest Green that play a low block uh, and maybe your teams like Morecambe and stuff that are just big physical sides, that's something I'm really actually excited to, to see because we've missed it so many times against, against the poorer sides that just want to knock you about and rough you up. Uh it'd be really great to see those two big lads just giving it what for and, and knocking people around It um, was a happy
1: rally yesterday Chris you are right, see we kept it ah, relevant
0: oh. <laughs> Well done we, we, Chris well done, next week Chris I'm Dawson. coming to you <laughs> next week Chris I'm coming to you for ideas of the pod um, <laughs> nightmare there
2: Ben you should have definitely
0: named that happy <laughs> I know, yeah we are going to have four very good options up top. Everett is going to have a hard task picking who. Another great point. He's going to have a, a selection headache, which I think we've spoke about numerous times this season. Um, but to be in that position is really, really good. Uh, and one that I'm sure Everett will relish. Uh, David Jones has said boyejo that's what we're going to call him, uh, is going to be the key for this second half of the season. He holds up that ball very well indeed. And Jerome looked good too. A good point uh i thought his hold up play was really really good um he knew you know sort of when to bring the ball down and, and where to hold it and where to look for options uh, with, was, uh, with, with,
2: with him as well i think what i noticed yesterday was his his technical ability seems to be on point as well um, yeah. his his usage of the ball in them tight areas and I think he even, was he involved in creating the second goal? I think I'm pretty sure he was off the right. He was,
0: yeah. The ball um, came to him on the right.
2: Exactly, yeah. So he's finding, he's found himself in, in I think he was on the left at some during the part of the game as well. So he's finding himself in areas of the, of the pitch where, you know, for for a big lad like he is, and you'd expect obviously to, for him to play a certain way. Um, he seems to have that fluidity about his playing and, and his ability technically to, to to fit into our team pretty well. Uh, which is pretty promising really
0: it is and that's a common occurrence that we found with all the strikers actually that ever doesn't want that route one striker that sits in the middle of the park and waits for the ball when wonderloo played against derby there were a number of times where he found himself out on the wing coming inside um i think jerome might be that more centralized striker that just comes on at the end of a game or to, to really in- assert himself um but you say that but he was chasing all the all the loosens yesterday when he, came <laughs> he on. was yeah.
1: he even a, put a shift in didn't
0: he 36 year old he put himself about he ran his socks off when he came on i was really really impressed uh and David just said that captain jerome barking orders when he came on um which is you know yeah that's what we that as
2: well, david actually yeah he we were at people straight away um, yeah, that just shows what, what them them level of, of, of players are about, really. Um, because absolutely. they're portraying the messages on from Everett, you know, to so the players on the pitch, and it's critical uh, in-game it's the, management. And he's very a, he, Everett's out. said
1: that numerous times in the past, that he wants leaders all over the pitch, and absolutely you can see that's what his recruitment has been focused at, getting some more leaders on the pitch.
0: Yeah, it does feel like those leaders are slowly developing. Uh, obviously, uh, Santos at the back I thought was was really vocal um, yesterday uh, and rallied the troops quite well. Dempsey is slowly shaping into that man in midfield as well, and obviously now with Jerome up front, um, you know we're, we're really starting to to build some strength right across the pitch. Chris has also said how Jerome put his arm around Dean at full time, encouraging the fans to sing Dion's name. It's those things that make a difference, which. He's absolutely right. You know, those sorts of characters are hard to come around uh, and hard to find. Uh, and for someone to, to come in after only spending, I think, a day with the team, to, to come in and, and have that unison almost, it's just incredible. Yeah, sorry, Ben. I'm going to back up what Chris has just said, Then he'll, he'll, he'll demand respect
2: instantly. As soon yeah. as as soon as he gets on that train, uh, at Wigan, to go down to Euston to yesterday he would have demanded respect the respect that, that he he'll, he warrants because of the level he's played at, you see. So, like, the likes of Dion at 25, obviously he wants to play at the level he's played at. So, instantly he's going to give him that respect and listen to absolutely everything that he's saying. And that's exactly what Chris is, is saying. It's spot on, that it's, it's worth its weight in gold. So, for all the idiots on Twitter yesterday that were shocked at the fact that he got an 18-month contract that's why you got an 18 month contract because you can't buy that type of experience um yeah. I
1: we, think... we, we just have to well, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're <pretty laughs> but i know what you mean i know what you're coming from me. yeah um yeah.
0: it's a great signing a great brilliant
1: assignment.
0: signing yeah it is indeed he also did it with uh aaron morley as well uh at full time put his arm around him and, and congratulated him on, on what was a, a fantastic performance uh Right, Happy Valley seems to be the the trending topic at the moment. Um, So let's read through these. There is a spoiler alert that I'm just going to pretend I've not seen. Uh, I
1: don't think that Dan can't know that because it can't
0: be done yet. So ignore him. Yeah, he won't. Right, okay. We'll we'll ignore Dan. Um, Seems to be a lot of people actually not knowing what it is. Uh, Brandon said, what the fuck is Happy Valley? I'm guessing he doesn't know what it is. I think Chris Um, Chris
1: Burton might have said it's a Chinese takeaway, which it is also.
0: It could very well be (laughs) a Chinese takeaway. (laughs) David's Green said he's not watched any of it yet. Uh, So we have to be hush, hush on that one. Um, And I think think even though it's set in Yorkshire,
2: it's worth watching for people who are from Bolton um, because there's a lot of scenes in Bolton, in it? So if, if anything else, it's worth watching just for that. Yep. Oh, it's was. very
0: good.
1: Sarah Lancashire is a fantastic actress. It's what wor- it's, it's worth watching for that.
2: Yep. Down um, to, to the football.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just wanted to touch on the injuries that we 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 seem to be picking up at the minute. Ugh, uh, what feels a bit like a, another injury crisis, which we seem to go through every year. Um, it's becoming an annual event now. That's causing us some problems. Uh, obviously, with Shortire picking up a bit of a knock uh, and seemingly Johnston picking up a bit of one as well, uh, which I think was on his ankle when he when he got elbowed in the head. Uh, he fell a bit funny and has picked up a bit of a knock there. So my question <laughs> to you both is what positions, if any, need strengthening? Um, well, I'll give you some time to think about it because we have had some responses on Twitter. Um, so I will pull those up. And if you are watching at home... Uh, pop your comments in about what positions you think we still need to find some uh, some spaces for. Uh, I shall share my screen with you all.
1: I mean, I'm pretty uh, sure everyone's well, going to say a centre-back because we need a centre-back.
0: I think so. So, <laughs> uh, do Bolton Wanderers still need to fill some spaces in the squad? If so, what positions do you think we need to reinforce? This is over on our Twitter. You can get us at, at the Fanzone. and contribute to all of these. Uh, But we've had one here saying, why would any goalkeeper come to us right now when most of the time we don't even put Dixon on the bench? Uh, I think that was in reference to another comment uh, that Paul's put on there saying goalkeeper is back up to Traff. Which, you know, a lot of people have said, there's another one under there that said, keeper if possible, Traff gets injured and we're left with Dixon. Uh, And he also wants a young centre-back and right wing back as cover. Um, But the overarching sort of feeling uh, of where we need to recruit is at one centre-back, but two goalkeeper, which I think is something we've actually touched on um a, a few times on the pod. I think in the lead-up to the January window, we said that it would be nice to have some quality or, or good enough cover f- for, for Trafford, should anything happen.
2: Um, I, I, yeah, I don't Carl- think... Yeah, get get me on this because I've got a thought around it. I don't even think it's just for cover for me. Um, I think we all need to accept the fact that I, I even think he we got promoted, I'm not sure whether Trafford uh, come back because I don't think he's doing much good, really, at this stage of his career to stick at the same club. Um I have a bit of a feeling that for some reason, I think he'll end up going on loan abroad. I don't know why I'm thinking that. Just kind of like, that's how... Pep's maybe season. I don't know. Like, he's given a five-year contract, hasn't he? so he obviously thinks highly of him. Um, so I think we need to be thinking about who is going to be our number one next season. Um, so that's the move that I think we should make, a goalkeeper, but not as, as back up to Traff. a challenge tra- to draft, because I think, you know, like yesterday, Prove, he's, you know, he's, he isn't the, he's the perfect goalkeeper. He's still learning on the job. So it'll keep him switched on. It'll think it'll keep him on the ball, you um, but also somebody who's going to come in next season for us, be it number one or certainly as a strong number two. Um, but yeah, goalkeeper for me all day long is a position that we need to strengthen. I think I said it not long. I said it a few weeks back, if I'm honest. Um, for that, for the same reason I've just said. Um, and obviously, no-brainer centre-half, because Williamson's gone to some tin pot team down on the south Coast because he clearly isn't going to play for us. Um yeah. <laughs> That's going to annoy a few people, that, isn't it? Nothing um, to do
1: with that's where he's from.
2: <laughs> mad, is it? You know he, I mean? prefers
1: a, he prefers a ginsdust to a car.
2: Yeah, he wanted, uh, play, he wanted to play He wanted to, play regular football to be fair to so sell the knee. And obviously, he knows he's not good enough to do that with us. Um, so, yeah, centre-half and goalkeeper.
0: Boring, but it's obvious. Yeah, Andrew, you in the same boat?
1: I'm gonna counteract slightly, Colin's goalkeeper. Well, not counteract okay. it. I think I said when we did the when we did the like yearly roundup pod, we did this question, didn't we, Ben? And I think yeah. I said goalkeeper then for a similar reason to what Colin's just said about somebody who's got until the summer to be learning the ropes, getting to know the team, to come in with a view to being a number one next season. I agree yeah. with that. But then i also i'm not sure if that's what they're prepping young luke to do so they sent him out on loan aren't they says he gone to, to Bamber bridge or somewhere i think um yeah. and i'm not sure whether they're trying to home grow a goalkeeper as opposed to because they're just not good keepers are hard to get older aren't they so i'm not sure on whether we necessarily. I don't think we'll get one. I don't think we'll get a keeper at all in this window. Um, Centre-back absolutely have to, and then possibly cover for Bradders, but I don't know. Two two in the door, some sort of defensive something. Two of them, that'll do me.
0: I think that is the consensus uh, from the reports that I've seen. I think it is perhaps not to be expected, but it's believed that there will be two more uh, in before Tuesday uh, so fasten your seatbelts and get ready for a, a deadline day I'm sure Mark Isles will have his biscuit tin out and he'll be up till, till the o'clock clock waiting to see what happens um, on the comments Jonathan has said he, he would like to see a goalkeeper and a centre-back brought in uh, well another one here saying centre-back and a, and a centre-attacking midfielder so a, a number 10 uh, Connor has said centre back and another midfielder. Uh, David said he's basically just not asked. Uh, he said he's not concerned about who we find. Given ever always gets it right. Trust the process, which is a good Trust point. Trust the you know.
1: process, people.
0: <laughs> no matter who we bring in, I'm sure uh, the, the the studies will have been done in, in great depth, uh, and the signings will be brought in, um, given the full backing of Everett uh, and his recruitment team. Uh, Dan has said goalkeeper isn't essential till the summer, no need for it now. Which you know uh, it seems that way, but should draft pick up an injury that seems to be going around the block. I, think, I can't think of anything worse. Uh, I would hate to jinx it. I would hate to jinx it. <laughs> um, transfer outgoings. Um, obviously, Sadlier uh, has moved out on loan uh, for the remainder of the season to Leighton Orient, and obviously as, as Collins just. Told everyone, uh, pretty bluntly, uh, Ames <laughs> has has been shipped off to Exeter to get first team football. I
2: think that's a bit harsh. I don't think been shipped off. I think he just suited up. I think you haven't said yes, it. Yeah,
1: yes. Colin, I think that that's a bit ship, harsh. Man? I have to just say, he's not going enough to
2: play for us. He isn't. <laughs> he, he's a good defender, but we, we play from the back whether people like it or not, and his distribution isn't good enough. Simple as that. It is a fair point. You need to be be absolutely perfect on that ball, and he isn't perfect. So, if we want to. All right, I'll I'll rephrase the question. Would he get in Ipswich's team? Would he get in Plymouth's team? Would he get in Sheffield Wednesday's team? No. He
1: wasn't getting in ours.
2: Well, they are then. (laughs) So, if we want to get in that top two or cement the top six position, you need to be playing your best players, and he wasn't one of our best players.
0: I'm not always yeah, upset is, not. It's true. No, it's a, it's a fair point. Um, and I think, you know, we've sent us back in the side. There is no question about who's going to be starting week in, week out. And so perhaps um, someone else to, to come and challenge for that spot that isn't expecting first-team football might be a good option for this January. We get Derek and, Taylor, and
2: Simon. What's he playing at? Get, a <laughs> up, get him as backup, just to come in and just, you know, teach... Ricardo Santos a few tricks
0: because
2: he yeah, was he, he very good well on the ball. But I think that's what's needed me. A, 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 a Cameron Jerome, but at the back.
0: Yep, yeah, fair enough. On
1: Cameron.
2: <laughs> but yeah, because that'll bring, help bring going tall on. Obviously, it'll help Ricardo Santos' leadership skills. If you've got someone of that ilk, George Johnson as well, you know, help him come on even better than he already is, so Um, For me, that would be spot on if we could get somebody of experience. Gary Cale, just say, like, listen, stop pissing about in America, whatever you do in the Premier League. Just give us six months.
0: (laughs) I'm sure no one would be opposed to that. Um, Johnston, just touching on that, uh, with a potential link to a championship club, which I think was Stoke, I think they were named. Uh, as potentially interested uh, in in looking at a move for him. Perhaps his injury may come as a blessing in disguise, not least that it got John back in the squad, but that it might put Championship <laughs> Clubs off, putting a bid in for him if he's out for a little bit, uh, which of course we hope he isn't. I mean, um, I look like but...
1: I'm laughing about Jordan. and I'm laughing at Chris's comment. About <laughs> <Well, yeah. laughs> oh, right. No, Chris Dawson about okay. we need a player called Robson to play with Jerome. So Ooh. younger viewers, you're not gonna get it, but
0: never mind. That's gone way <laughs> over my head, and I'm sure. And
1: Jerome!
0: No, they've no okay. idea. I, so only just, I only just I only just remember them
2: two, so some of these are no chance.
0: Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> me and a few others will have absolutely no idea what that one is. <laughs> but uh um, looking to round things off uh before Happy Valley starts and everyone disappears. Uh Cheltenham next week. Um Without a league win since the end of December, uh, a team really struggling for form uh, after coming to some pretty poor defeats to teams like Morecambe and Bristol Rovers. Uh, perfect chance to push on for us and continue our good run of form. Uh, obviously, we're slowly cementing a place in the playoffs. I think is it is it nine points now clear of, of Wickham?
1: Yeah, nine who have got who have got a couple of games in hand, but yeah. Yep. Good
2: if we not We good if we didn't look down, just
0: let's
1: look up. Keep looking up, yeah.
0: Absolutely. What are you expecting from that game then? Uh, I'll be completely honest, anything less than three points will be majorly disappointing. Uh, I think Cheltenham have really struggled for form, uh, and so I think that's the perfect opportunity for us to just keep kicking on and keep going. Colin, <laughs> what are you going to say?
2: I'm just seeing that comment then. No. <laughs> put it up if you want make him feel good about himself yeah Which but if you do
1: that's that's, that's that's it's like a thing isn't it now if you say that then we'll win it's like quite a the people thing. who
2: are watching or listening should I say on Spotify David Green's kindly put Colin say we'll draw or lose please
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: come
0: on Colin what's your head saying
2: what's um, your head and
1: your heart saying
2: yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> both, both of which are saying a comfortable win, I think. I think um, two or three-nil, they'll do, same for me. Click you again. to be nice. Um, they, to be fair to them, they picked up a, a draw against Portemail, didn't they, yesterday? Nil-nil at home. And are had a bad side at this in this division, this season. Um, so that's not a bad point for them. But I did check, and I think all the back five, they played three and a two, like we do, I think, from what I saw, according to... So for score, um, all the back five were man of the match, statistically. So kind of indicated that, you know, they didn't have it all their own way, especially even at home against Port Vale. So hopefully that that should give us a bit of an idea of what we're going to be up against. Um, Be good if, I know Everett said a couple of weeks for for Dan, did he? Um, But, you know, hopefully... If hamstring, you've got to care for them, to be fair. But, yeah, it be good if, if, if we can get, you know, the players stay fit and haven't got injuries and stuff and we, we're nice and strong for that game. Uh, rotate a bit as well, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, comfortable. Sorry. Sorry,
0: David. <laughs> Ange, what do you think?
1: No, we know that Ange doesn't make predictions. No, but we don't. But I don't ever do score predictions, but I would be fizzing if we don't come away with three points and that's all
0: I'll (laughs) say. Absolutely Uh, we've had some predictions in uh, on the live chat and if you uh, just hold your horses ladies and gents, if you wait until Saturday uh, you'll be able to give us those predictions and maybe win a tenner. So I said at the start of the podcast, for those of you who weren't (laughs) with us, if you head over to our Twitter which is at the bottom of the screen there, it's at Pod. We do uh, a giveaway uh, on well, we're now doing a giveaway every match day uh, where if you guess the correct full time score, get the first goal scorer right and the goal minute, you'll win yourself some money. Uh, It's as easy as that. All you've got to do is head over to Twitter. Uh, Nobody has won it yet, somehow. Uh, There have been a few that have been very, very close. uh, And it gives me a heart attack every time I have to (laughs) troll through the comments. I'm like, shit, is that one right? Um, it has rolled over um, for some weeks. Uh, I'm not sure we can do that for every game of the season. No, we cause... can't.
1: No, I'm telling you now, we can't.
0: It's a living crisis here. From <laughs> the end of the season, someone will be in for one hell of a payday. Um, and it will be just our luck that it will get to the end and that will be the first time someone gets it right. But you can get us over on Twitter. You'll be able to find them. Uh, and if you have joined us halfway through and we're looking to catch up on the first half of the podcast, then you can do exactly that over on Spotify. We are now over there, that is the same as our socials, it's the Fan Zone Pod. So,
2: can I just say something? I've noticed that uh, Louisa said, Does it roll over if no one wins? The more people we have watching the podcast, the more things we don't have to pay out for. More potentially, and I'll obviously speak to these two afterwards. Potentially, we could give prize funds. So, if you chat into your mates, tell them to listen, tell us to like, tell them to subscribe, because obviously that'll help us give out potentially. Use the word potentially bigger prize funds. Absolutely. I'll
1: throw in I'll throw in a bug roll, isn't it? (laughs)
2: Always <laughs> been <Obviously> useful. <laughs> Do you remember when the pandemic hit and we all were doing TikToks? Yeah,
1: that—that yeah. was currency. You paid people in toilet roll back at the, back at the start. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, uh, as Colin's just said, uh, if you are interested in that, head over to our Twitter. Every single one of you, all twenty-four of you who are watching now, go onto Twitter and follow us. Stop being fucking selfish. All right. Sort it out. Um, However, I was looking on YouTube at our stats and 66% of you who are watching this are subscribed. So to that 66% of you, thank you very much. You are absolutely smashing it. To those 34% of you that aren't, what are you playing at? Sort it out. That's all I have to say on that one. Uh, In response to you, Chris, selling my headphones? No, I haven't. I'm at my dad's and I've not brought them with me. Um, But if anyone wants to win my Crown Jewel headphones, then, you know, Head over to Twitter and we'll see what we can do.
1: Uh, and, and in response to Lou, no, I will not be giving away my Accrington ticket.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't be giving away no. mine
0: either. Beth, you bet. be giving away yours?
1: <laughs> oh, Ben didn't oh, get, oh, get one. Oh,
0: so I didn't get one, did you? <laughs> Colin. Oh, I forgot. So that'll be the last time you see me on the FanZone pod uh, and the <laughs> last time you can
2: go <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes uh thank you all for watching your contributions tonight have been fantastic we really do appreciate it um we're really building something and uh, it's good to have all the regulars in here and we look forward to seeing you in plenty more uh so you know the drill whatever you're watching on whatever platform go and give us a follow tell your friends about us and get them to give a watch uh and if you are on youtube if you subscribe to the channel and tap the notification bell You'll never miss an episode, which of course is what you don't want to do. So without further ado, we'll round things off there and you can all go and watch Happy Valley. So thanks for that and we will catch you in the next one. Have a good one, guys. See you later.